The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. LinkedIn presents. Hey there, listeners. Happy Friday. This is a new episode of The Next Big Idea Daily, and I'm your host, Michael Kavna. And I wonder, have you ever wondered about wonder? Wonder is a common human experience, but only recently has science started to understand what it's all about. In the Wall Street Journal bestseller, The Power of Wonder, the extraordinary emotion that will change the way you live, learn, and lead, author Monica Parker pulls together the latest research on how you can use this emotion in your everyday life. Monica is the founder of Hatch, a consultancy whose clients include LinkedIn, Google, Prudential, and Lego. And she joins us now to share a few of her big ideas. Wonder is universal and ineffable. Universal and innate, like a type of emotional DNA, wonder spirals its way through our shared human experience, imprinting itself on our lives. Art, music, religion, politics, science, nature, love, fear, birth, death, each of the myriad experiences that compress to form the bedrock of human life has a golden vein of wonder running through it. But what is it? Part of the challenge in answering that question is that wonder is often ineffable, meaning it defies language. Even though we have all experienced wonder, we frequently don't have the words to express the magnitude, the meaning of wonder. There may be few modern pieces of literature that better describe the ineffability of wonder than Carl Sagan's book and subsequent film, Contact. Most of you are probably familiar with it, but it's the story of an agnostic scientist named Ellie whose beliefs are challenged by a trip through a wormhole. During the wonder-filled transcendent climax of the film, Ellie is struck by the ineffability of the experience, exclaiming, no words to describe it, poetry! They should have sent a poet. That line hits me every time. A perfect expression of the universal, undeniable, and yet ineffable power of wonder. Wonder's meaning is also hard to pin down because it's something of a shapeshifter. Wonder is both a verb and a noun, a process and an outcome. The way I describe it is that there are five interlinking elements that comprise the wonder cycle. Watch, wander, whittle, wow, and woe. Or the psychological terms, openness to experience, curiosity, absorption, and the two phases of awe. Each element has its own benefit and beauty, offering an opportunity for discovery about ourselves and how we see and move through the world. Watching is about being present and open. Wandering is an inquisitive cognitive stroll that allows curiosity to flourish. Then there is the absorption of whittle, the paring down of mental aperture from broad to focused. Whittle is when we are most prepared for the expectation violation of the wow moment, where our anticipation of what's next is challenged such that our mind struggles to make sense of it. And then comes the final stage, the woe, where our psyche acclimates to this new stimulus. And that experience changes us sometimes forever. Happiness is overrated. Wonder is better for us and more achievable. 
Throughout modern history and with little contesting, happiness has been seen as the end goal and just reward for a life well lived. It's an unfortunate irony, then, that in a world obsessed with happiness, we're actually so lousy at finding it. Here's the problem. As humans, we miswant a lot of things that we have been conditioned to believe will make us happier than they actually do. And much of what we're conditioned to believe will make us happy is based on consumerism and hence our hedonic pursuits, meaning the pursuits of pleasure, things like a new pair of shoes or a strong cocktail. But in studies, consistently, even the more meaningful type of happiness, eudaimonic happiness, still does not create the quantum of benefits as wonder. Part of the reason wonder is more beneficial is what's known as the valence of an emotion. Happiness, by its nature, is always positively valenced. But that's not a steady state. It's simply not realistic to always be happy, nor is it particularly good for us. During times of a pandemic, war, social unrest, or just life, it's not natural to feel happy all the time, but we can feel a sense of wonder. This is because wonder is a mixed emotion, where we experience both positive and negative emotional tones even at the same time. Mixed emotions are good for us because embracing negative emotions adds to the richness of our human experience. They broaden our emotional vocabulary. And embracing both positive and negative emotions at the same time is a powerful coping mechanism that aids in resilience. For example, in one study of bereaved spouses, those widows and widowers who were called both positive and negative elements of their deceased spouse were better able to manage their grief. Wonder finds us in all shades of light and dark, in grief and pain, in joy and laughter, in bittersweet longing and transition and loss. Wonder embraces that beautiful, messy complexity of life in a way happiness doesn't. That uncomfortable, balancing, nuanced coexistence feels more true to me than a manufactured cajoling towards happiness. It's great to be happy, but it's even better to be in wonder. Newness gets noticed, but only if you're not moving too fast. Let's imagine a scene. You're racing out the door, frazzled and dreadfully late to a meeting. As you leave the house, you flip the light switch off, and nothing happens. The lights stay on. You might be a bit surprised, but it's only a small difference from what you expect, so after a few seconds, you would likely go on your way, making a note to call a repair person. But what if every time you flicked the light switch on and off, your cat disappeared and reappeared? That would be freak-out-inducing, not only going against what you know about light switches, but also what you know about physics and cats. Such a phenomenon would be a massive change to your expectation, as the disappearing and reappearing cat would be impossible to ignore. This level of change would be wonder-inducing. Contrast is a dominant force in how we observe the world. In many ways, contrast or change is all that we see. For example, in our visual field, the way we notice colors, light, and depth are all built around contrasts. The same goes for our mental field, which is driven by how we collect and process stimuli. Our brain picks up about 11 million bits of stimuli per second, but we can't possibly notice everything we take in. 
to help us make sense of what would otherwise be a debilitating cacophony of information, it sorts these stimuli and builds easy patterns for us to follow, registering what is different enough for us to notice and what is similar enough that it can be ignored. This is a very efficient way of operating, but creates a lot of mental shortcuts that we tend to lean on quite heavily when we're too rushed. And those shortcuts often create a detour around wonder. Now, going back to our light switch example, what if on your way out the door, you were in such a rush that you didn't notice anything? The light switch is bedeviled, Mr. Bigglesworth vanishes beyond the veil, and you simply missed the whole freaking thing because your brain was completely focused elsewhere. When we fail to be present in the moment, we close ourselves off from opportunities to become curious and absorbed, and hence may miss glimpses of wonder. Slowing down and practicing slow thought activities like meditation or narrative journaling helps us notice the differences around us and opens us up to the wonder in our everyday life. It's more than a moment, it's a mindset. It's easy to focus too heavily on finding that rare, fleeting moment that leads to the big wow and woe experience. But wonder is more than a moment. It's a mindset. What do I mean by that? When I think of developing a wonder mindset, I imagine one of those magic eye posters from the 1990s. Do you remember those? They were these digitally generated posters that looked like a staticky pattern of fractals. But you weren't trying to see that pattern image. You were trying to see another image hidden within the piece. To view this magic image, one would stare at the poster, head tilted, maybe squinting until, whoa, the brain would sort through the noise of the patterns and the hidden image would suddenly jump out in 3D. The more experience a person had looking at various magic eye posters, the more proficient they became. This reminds me that wonder is always there. Sometimes we just need to quiet the noise and cultivate the mindset to see it. Well, what is a wonder mindset? People with a wonder mindset are present, open, mentally nimble, and curious in a deep and exploratory way. They're moved by music and can get lost in vivid thought. They're comfortable with the unknown and unknowing, walking toward questions rather than away and they seek and embrace opportunities to contribute to and connect with others. While an external event, an aria, the Grand Canyon, a religious ritual, might be the springboard, it is our own mind that actually embodies wonder. A wonder mindset is less about the synergist and more about our way of seeing. The wonder catalyst knocks on the door. A wonder mindset gives us the keys to open it. There is more. We are often very quick to shut down our uncertainty. Rather than sitting in the unknowing, we rush to define an experience so we can codify it, put it in a box, and file it away. We often don't like to marinate in the gray. Instead, we seek the comfort of black and white. But that just further polarizes our viewpoints and leads us away from a wonder mindset. We do so little of the world, so little of ourselves, that what we see and know and experience today simply can't be all there is. 
For millennia, we viewed stars with our naked eye, but before the first telescope was invented in the 1600s, the true vastness of the cosmos was more a matter of imagination than science. Prior to the microscope, we couldn't even conceive of the mysterious quantum dance that resides within all matter, but it existed nonetheless. I believe wonder is our psychoscope, the device that allows us to peer inside our consciousness and see beyond our current conception of ourselves, no longer constrained by just mystery and our imagination. Wonder straddles the gateway between our normal waking consciousness and the realm beyond. There exists a magic crackle, a sacred thrum, found at the threshold between two states. Whether brought about by meditation, psychedelics, or just the most excruciatingly beautiful sunset imaginable, these moments are our indication that we are at the cusp of more. These moments are the messenger that this chaotic, insane, baffling, lush, enchanting, intricate, tender, fragile, earthly plane hurtling through space is not all there is. And when we become attuned to more, when we cross over the threshold and walk through the door of perception, the magnitude of this illusory world shrinks in relation to the wonder we find on the other side. If we created a world where we met each other in wonder, with non-judgmental openness, with empathetic curiosity, with our minds willing to be filled and changed, with the focus and attention that reflect our gratitude for that moment, in awe of the very nature of existence, I believe we can discover the true power of wonder together. Thank you, Monica. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for the week. Get out there and tap into your sense of wonder this weekend. I hope you enjoyed this week's episodes. If you missed any, you can find them in your podcast feed. All of them were written by me, Michael Kovnat, and edited by Caleb Bissinger. The Next Big Idea Daily is part of the LinkedIn Podcast Network. We'll see you Monday.